0: Hello and welcome to another post game presented by Two Player Bros. I'm Mike with me as always is Dave. Dave, what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> so we are talking about Marvel's Avengers. Why do I ever introduce the game? No, I just thought I'd I oh I throw God. it to you. I didn't know that was that much pressure to just say it the was, title of the it game. It just
1: caught me off guard. I usually <laughs> I usually zone out for the first minute or two.
0: <laughs> so, Marvel's Avengers was published by Square Enix, which for the longest time I always thought was Square Enix, and uh, created by Crystal Dynamics, who did the newest Tomb Raider games. I guess are what they're most probably what known most known for now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say so. That yeah. sounds right. I, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> oh.
0: So, this game is like a hybrid single-player game with a lot of Destiny-type elements, so we're going to stick with our normal format of gameplay first, then the story mode, so I guess the quote-unquote single-player mode Yeah. second. That, yeah, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> the campaign. Uh, So I guess general thoughts. Dave? Yeah, get in there, But oh, You want me there. to go first? Yeah, get in there. I feel like I usually start this. You can start at this. Time. Okay, so my basic thoughts kind of mirror the headline for the Kotaku article I read for this game, where it said that, Avengers is probably the best superhero game I've ever played, but also there's a ton of stuff I don't like about it, and that's basically how I feel about this game. I think this game is, off the bat, I, I really like the campaign mode, the story of or the story of the game rather, and I think that the characters are fun, the game is fun. I keep coming back to it day after day. I probably played this the most that I've played any game other than trying to rush through it to talk about for the podcast just for fun, just because I want to play it at the end of the day. I just think it's a lot of fun. But there's so much stuff that is broken. There's so much stuff that you can go ahead and tell me stuff's wrong with the game or broken with the game, and I can't disagree with you. And I think that's a big problem with this game. I think it's helped by the fact that it, in its core, it wants to be so fun and so good, but it's got so many issues that a lot of it doesn't bother me because I think the it's fun enough where I ignore most of them. But I think that what I think I keep telling you that I think this cast is gonna be interesting because I'm gonna keep saying that I really, really, really like this game. And I'm gonna say it's my game of the year, but it's the most fun game I've played in a long time. But then you're gonna tell me everything that's wrong with the game, and I'm gonna go, yep, yep. <laughs> and I'm just gonna agree with you. But at the end of the day, when I'm done editing this or while I'm editing this with the sound all the way down, I'll run through a Captain America mission or a Hulk mission or a Kamala mission or an Iron Man mission and try to get my next upgrade or my next faction mission for what seems like pointlessly, but I'll still run it. Cause I really like, like playing this game. Cool. That's, <laughs> that's my general thoughts. <laughs> um,
1: I have, I definitely have very mixed emotions about this game as well. Um, I am someone who has spent of all the time I've in my life. I've spent playing video games I spent the most time playing looters, I would have to imagine, between Diablo 2, Diablo 3, Destiny 1, Destiny 2. I mean, I I think I spent over 80 hours playing Anthem, and that game was garbage. (laughs) You spent 80 hours in Anthem? I spent a lot of time in Anthem. Wow. I spent a lot of time in Division 2 when it came out. Not as much, but...
0: I like Division 2. I just gave up on it. I want to go back into it, but yeah.
1: (laughs) So... This is my genre of game. These are the games that I like to get lost in. Um, it's just speaking of destiny specifically, there's a saying like that people use in the destiny community. There's nobody that hates destiny more than a destiny fan. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's a very, very true statement because we, I can sit here and bitch about destiny for hours to you. <laughs> but at the end of the day, absolutely love that game you know i it's probably like the most important gaming franchise to me outside of like donkey kong um wow when i think of like things that really matter to me as a gamer or like things that were there for me i don't know why i'm talking about destiny so much right now already but (laughs) more than Uh, diablo oh yeah absolutely I like i I love diablo i've had tons and tons of fun in diablo i don't know why we're talking about destiny 2 this much but, (laughs) but like something about the release timing of destiny one and destiny two kind of worked out perfectly for me where I had just gotten out of like a seven year relationship Mm -hmm. right around the time destiny released. And I was pretty heartbroken at the time. And destiny was like such a good way to kind of like forget about that while you were still processing everything. And then destiny two comes out after I had just ended a relationship that I didn't really want to end, but you know, I felt like I had to, I feel like that was felt like that was a mature choice for me. I was still pretty heartbroken about that too. And I kind of was able to, you know, get lost in Destiny 2 around the same time. So Destiny is probably a game that's like quote unquote been there for me more than any other game, other than like some, you know, classic Super Nintendo games um growing up. Again, don't know why I'm talking about Destiny 2 this much. This got, re- <laughs> this got but real deep. That's what podcasting's all about. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um to loop back to where we were supposed to be. I love the hooks of looters and even when they aren't great i can still really get lost in them when i'm playing avengers i feel those hooks grab me but the game is just like you keep talking you were talking about how much fun it is to to just keep progressing and stuff i think i've reached a point with looter games where i can tell the difference between grind and fun there's like there's an addiction to grind and then there's fun and the perfect looters are games that take both of those aspects I, to me, I just don't get the fun in this game. I don't think it's enjoyable. I I keep playing it. I have that looter addiction that, you know, I can't get away from, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but it's just a really broken mess right now. And I keep playing it because I know games of service often launch broken. Not this broken. Maybe Division 1 launched this broken. But I've never played a looter that launched this poorly
0: no Destiny one you could say launched incomplete a lot of people say it launched incomplete, but it There's, never launched oh bro- no no no, broken. no
1: every looter every game's a service looter has launched severely incomplete right that's different than being broken, broken yeah, that's just missing content because they're trying to like trick trickle feed at you you know over time. This game is just a technical mess mm-hmm. um and yeah, I keep playing it after we're done with this podcast i'm probably gonna keep playing it just partially because there's nothing really else out right now to play and partially because there is something about looters that just compels me forward you know it's fun to see numbers go up but yeah i'm just not a not huge into it it's weird because at first i was like super into the campaign didn't like any of the games of service stuff i've kind of, after thinking about the campaign more we'll talk about it shortly I've kind of flopped on that a little bit. I actually have more negative things to say about the campaign than I thought I would um, upon reflecting about like the events of it and everything. We'll get into that in a bit. But, yeah, I'm sorry. That, I know that wasn't a great summary. That's it was kind of a mess, but <laughs> that's just my my incoherent rambling about this game so far.
0: No, <laughs> oh, yeah, because going into it, I knew that you would look at it from more like a Destiny standpoint and all that kind of stuff because you really like looters. You like that grind. And the one thing I've always hated about looters, like I can see it all day and tell you agree with you that Destiny feels like the best first-person shooter of all time. It just feels great. But I hate grinding. I hate the grind usually in this game. And I'm not playing it for the grind, although I do want the outfits, and I want to see my cap get up to level 150. It's, It's... I think the outfit kind of thing works to its advantage in like a Fortnite kind of way of like, I want to get that outfit and that battle card, so I want to keep playing to get those challenges and keep playing to level up my heroes and see where the story might go. But in terms of the grind, the grind in this game is is a lot. So what's,
1: what's fun about it to you, I guess is the question. Like What, what about it makes you go, If you're not, if you're not like me where it's like you <laughs> like to see the numbers go up, <laughs> what about Avengers is appealing to you?
0: I like its beat-em-up style gameplay. I think it really appeals to me, this quasi-Arkham, but also it's Streets of Rage, it's Ninja Turtles, throw a couple quarters into an arcade. Progression, it, the level-up system is easy. I absolutely appreciate that I don't have to sit there and go, how am I going to map out this character and spec him out correctly? I can get my cap, all all his level skill trees, whatever, and then I can pick and choose later on in the mastery, like I can go back and change it if I want and respect whenever when you get up to the armor. Yeah. Do I want cryo? Do I want plasma? But it's not as, I, I don't want to say confusing, but when you start talking about like Diablo and, and Destiny, like not so much destiny, but Diablo is like, I want these stats and these stats. I yeah, start to kind of,
1: I think destiny actually has less applicable stats in this yeah. game, at least as far as like numbers. Probably.
0: But like Diablo, it's like, I like it up to a certain point And then, It's like you got to get this helmet and then get this plus 12 damage. And then suddenly I just hear static in my head and I just I just I just blank out. That's probably why, even though the idea of Dungeons and Dragons intrigues me as a story type game, I don't think I could ever play it because it's just you're throwing out so many numbers that I just get bored. Uh, But in this game, I just really like the brawler aspect. I think that's why I like Captain America and you don't like Captain America is I like that he just goes in there and beats him up. It really kind of reminds me of the fun I used to have with a joystick and, you know, four buttons mashing and having fun. And then when I play with you, I have a lot of fun because I know someone else is there. I'm going to get through the missions twice as fast. I just, there's something about the game that I really like, Dave. That part of it, anyway. And that it's superheroes. Superheroes are cool. I
1: do like (laughs) superheroes. (laughs) I don't know. Like the part about how you're saying that I don't like Captain America because it's like a straight brawler. I don't like Captain America because he's there's no flavor to him. Like he's cool with his shield throws when he gets his like ultimate, but other than that, it's just like I don't know. He's just a he's just boring. And I I don't want to sit here and make it sound like I don't like button mashers because I can fuck with a button masher. I know, yeah. Um, you wanted to do Streets and, of Rage a couple episodes, ago. and this game is after uh after playing it, you know. I gave my beta thoughts and I said, it is very much a generic button masher. After putting however many hours I've put into this game now, which is probably quite a bit. I mean, even in this, you're probably right there with me.
0: I've, this is the mo- game you I've know, played the most in a long time.
1: Defi- I'm definitely well over 40 hours played. I'm I'm probably closer to 60. I don't really track track anything like that. But it's, I was thinking it's the probably other day, even we've got to be 60. close to 80. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But after playing as much as I have, I do now see that you get as much out of the combat system as thought you put into it, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Because you very much can play this game as a generic button masher, but there, there are some strings and combos and sequences that you can kind of figure out that aren't necessarily like straight like, you know, just tap X chains, you know, there are juggles, there are ways to keep the enemy in the air. There are stuns. Um, there are guard breaks there. There is some depth there more than I thought there was originally. I'd still think that all the characters generally feel very samey. I don't think anyone other than really Iron Man feels unique to the rest of the characters. Um, and I think the reason I dislike Captain America as much as I do is because him and Hulk are very much like the the template that all the other characters have kind of... They have the same template as the Hulk in Captain America.
0: And then they go down And then
1: the they way. go, okay, but Thor can fly. And Thor has this hammer, so we'll do this with lightning or whatever. But I I heard that they designed the entire game around Black Widow. Uh, I remember reading that previously. They said they wanted to make make sure Black Widow felt fun. But she does. And then they built yeah. every hero around that. Black Widow is actually one of the more unique characters as well, though, which I thought was interesting when I after playing as her, because I had read that. I assumed that she would end up being like that character that doesn't feel like it has that much flavor. She actually does have a lot of flavor. Aiming with her kind of sucks. She's a lot of pistol stuff, but I don't know.
0: Um You don't like aiming with PlayStation.
1: No, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um what was I saying? Yeah, I don't know. I just think the characters are very generic and I'm lost as to what I'm saying. I feel like I'm rambling a lot this episode. <laughs> no, that's fine.
0: I I think that I thought they'd be more generic. And I think that when you have a game with six heroes and you want to introduce the, I mean, I don't know if you've read the list of the room like the 17 characters that apparently they found in the data mine, but I haven't. You no. know, when it's 17 plus so it's 21 characters total by the end of the game if the game lasts this long, which it probably will. That's that's a lot, and even for these opening six characters, they're different enough that I I appreciate it. Like I said, I thought it was going to be, literally, the Black Widow's is fast, Hulk is slow, Cap Guard's good. Like I just thought it was going to be that, but everything else is exactly the same. Kind of like you get in, like Ultimate Alliance, and it, it is a little bit more than that.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a deeper system than Ultimate Alliance,
0: but I find enough variation with the different heroes that there are some heroes I really like, some heroes I don't like I don't like Iron Man but again he's just I feel like he's so different from Cap that I just have to spend more time with him Kamala's really fun because she's stretchy and I don't know I also think that the the hits feel like we talk about Destiny the guns feel good hitting people feels real good in this game
1: I can't tell when you hit somebody good I can't tell if my hits have impact or if the game is stuttering Mike like
0: it's (laughs) the lag is very bad it's
1: weird (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like there's a nice weight to your swings and stuff. But again, I also think that the game is just like trying to catch up as you're doing it in a weird way. So I, I don't know. I don't like the way the game moves just because of all the stuttering. Like once it's like fleshed out, technically maybe I will have much more praise to give about like the controls and the feels and the weights of the characters. But right now it just feels janky.
0: Yeah. I, I can't tell if it's... I, I don't know about your PlayStation 4. I think I've asked you this before. My PlayStation 4 runs like a vacuum cleaner when I play this game. And honestly, quite a few games. Like Last of Us, it did as well. I don't know if yours does. Volume-wise? Your PlayStation, like it runs loud?
1: I have one of the quieter PlayStations, I think, because I've heard lots of PlayStations, and they get
0: they get up there. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine gets really loud, and it's always been concerning. And I, I would almost wonder if that's if just, we had a, like a pro... No, that's, it. would run better.
1: That's a common complaint amongst PlayStation uh, owners is how loud and terrible the systems are. Even, even the Pro is apparently Bro. like that.
0: <laughs> well, that wouldn't happen on my Xbox. That's,
1: that's why your PS5 is going <laughs> to be, you know, the a largest monster. console ever created. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: <laughs> More room for cooling.
0: <laughs> but I would wonder how it would run on a PS5 or when they, fix the issues i also wonder if they released this game too early
1: they definitely did this game this game should have been delayed
0: do you think they released it because they wanted to be more like hey guys everyone's in quarantine or can't go anywhere let's release it instead of delaying it a third time be like let's get people to do while they're at home mike what (laughs) do not
1: sit here and try to tell me they released this broken
0: game for the fans
1: (laughs) they released it because they want money
0: well, obviously they want money, they but do you want think the they released monies. it because they thought they'd make the most money now as opposed to waiting until No, they later.
1: released it because they knew they would make money. But they're
0: going <laughs> to they, make money later. The
1: reason they didn't release it earlier is because they said, wow, this game is so broken <laughs> we can't that really even released. the Avengers name can't carry it. Now they said, okay, this game is so broken, but we think the Avengers name can, can carry yeah. it. <laughs> don't try to make it sound like they were concerned about people being lonely and bored during COVID.
0: Oh, I don't think they cared that people were lonely and bored. I just thought, that's what you just said. I think they want that do you think they released it now because they wanted people to have something to do? Not because they want to, <laughs> obviously it's because they want to make money, but like, do they want to capitalize on that or release it later when it's more complete? When people are maybe out and about, they
1: want to release it now because PS4 and Xbox one are at their heights. We're about to switch to a new console generation where things would get weird. It's going to split your player bases, blah, 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 blah. I feel like they didn't have any choice but, but to, to release, release this it. game now. Um, well, I mean, they had a choice to delay it, but it would have cost them money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I almost wonder if we're going to see the same thing with... Uh, no, I know they said they're basically almost done with Cyberpunk 2077 if Cyberpunk trying to get it out just before the consoles finally no, end.
1: I I don't if Cyberpunk's not ready, they're not going to release it. And if Cyberpunk is ready, they will release it. I mean, I think CD Projekt Red has proven over the years that they are very much about quality. quality. You know, they're they're not I mean, every company's in it for the money, but <laughs> they aren't trying to cash gouge you. I think they've been clear about that. You know, they they believe in in a healthy relationship with their with their fans. <laughs>
0: like we talk about how broken the game is and and all the things that are wrong glitches and stuff like i know that some people have experienced very big game breaking glitches and i think see i'm sitting here telling you this game is fun and, and so stuff have but,
1: I. If, this but if,
0: <laughs> I i've done i've had some i mean some people have woken up after the update and found themselves with no items god, all only credits
1: god bless crystal dynamics for setting those people free
0: i hope they never <laughs> play this game again <laughs> But you uh, know the,
1: the very first day this game came out, I sat down to play oh, the that's tutorial. Right. I couldn't complete the tutorial because the fucking R2 button didn't work. Like I have and we got to the bottom of it, it's my Astro C40 controller does not work with this game. Every if I hold down the R2 trigger as hard as I fucking can and I hit it at just the right angle on the backside, I can get the R2 to trigger. Other than that, I can't. There's something broken about the game. It works for every other game, so it's not my controller. So my fucking $150 controller, however much I spent on it, so I didn't have to use those fucking joysticks on the PS5. <laughs> um, I can't even use it for this game, so I'm stuck using the standard PS5 controller. 4 controller. Oh, PS4 controller, sorry. It's so right at the bat, I couldn't complete the tutorial because it wasn't working, and my other controllers weren't charged, so I couldn't even try them at the time. I've had at the end of the game now, at the end of the mission chain, I completed all the missions, but the,
0: the final, the
1: final step of this quest I was on wouldn't go away. It just kept saying that I had something to do when I didn't.
0: Right. Mine had the same thing.
1: I've had to reset constant missions because enemies spawn behind walls and I can't kill them. I've had bosses just disappear off the map. That hasn't happened.
0: Although the boss did knock one of my players off the map.
1: I have, literally had a boss disappear abomination just disappear on me. And I just had to stay And I could have reset the encounter, but what I did was I just kept jumping into the air and doing a ground pound on the same spot because I knew where he was <laughs> and slowly, but surely I was able to trickle away his health through the area of effect impact of my ground pound move.
0: <laughs> That's what I did to beat the uh, final hive because one of the characters was behind a door. So I had to just keep ground pounding until he died. And hoping he'd run up to the door like an idiot, which he did.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I've had characters disappear on me. I've had, I was Captain previewing- America disappears all the time. Every time he's my companion, he just disappears. Oh, like Oh, I meant like outfit. I've never had a, a character no, to, a companion disappear.
1: You can just see Captain America's shield just floating around. <laughs> because
0: Captain America just disappears sometimes. He just I disappears. Had, I had a lot of, I previewed a Hulk outfit. The Joe Fix-It costume. And all of a sudden, I had that outfit. The two story outfits you unlock got locked. And then I go into Captain America and my two Captain America outfits I unlocked in the campaign went away. Thank God I had the Stark outfit that didn't, where I'd have no Captain America to choose from.
1: Well, you know what? (laughs) I, I did the start, the Tony Stark Iron Man iconic chain. I don't have the iconic outfit. It didn't unlock for me. Everyone else seems to have it, but Dave
0: doesn't get the outfit. (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember how I got it. It wasn't I don't think it was for doing the chain. Unless it was for no, mission it, one. No, it is the
1: chain. It's it's only a two-step chain. There's an actual mission and then the points. And then the next is just like kill this many enemies, kill this many enemies. There's no like actual like narrative to that chain specifically. Um Yeah, it's just annoying.
0: Yeah. I mean, like you said before, like a lot of this stuff will be fixed in patches and stuff, but they've got so much to fix, the, so much more than any other game. The amount of shit they
1: have to fix though. It's pretty disgusting that they released the game the way that they did.
0: Like the first it, patch had over a thousand big fixes, yeah, right I, off the bat. And, and I see, everything.
1: I see articles like on I don't know if it was, I don't know what site it was, but I saw multiple articles about like, oh my god, this patch is so massive; it's fixing all this stuff. And people are like, like games industry things are praising
0: them for fixing a thousand issues. Why the fuck are you releasing a game with a thousand issues? <laughs> like it's true it's ridiculous (laughs) i have noticed the game does run a little better though with the patch at least on my ps4 slightly it's still
1: broken matchmaking is still broken this is a this is a game designed around four player co-op experience i've still never once ran with the squad of four people
0: the game is broken (laughs) what's weird is when you go to select it says zero out of one though when you go to matchmaking
1: that's you and then when someone else joins it says However many out of two. And then when someone else joins, it goes to three. Oh,
0: Okay. So you're the slash one.
1: You are the one in the zero out of one. Okay.
0: Okay. Cause I was always confused about that. I was like, I want more. Can I make it four?
1: (laughs) If I go to matchmaking, I can get one person to join me. One time I even got two.
0: Ooh. When you and I played, we were able to get one guy, which made it three. Yeah.
1: Well, there's that too. But I mean, like when I've gone solo queue, I found two people one time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's. I just don't understand how you can release a game that, that that's this busted.
0: Um, again, I don't disagree. With you. <laughs> this this game is tough because I do really like it. I really yeah, hope but you it would still it. really like it. Oh, if, it if was they released to... a game that worked, no, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not. I can't. I'm not going to sit here and defend any of these issues. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think this is an interesting podcast because behind all these bro- broken bugs is a really fun game, and the question is, can they fix these bugs fast enough before? They have no player base before. They're you know the player base. Hawkeye comes going out in November, anywhere. and there's nobody watching. playing. No, they're,
1: they're going to be fine because like, it's Avengers. It's Avengers, and there are enough hooks there to keep people playing. It's just like,
0: it's just gross. That <laughs> I don't know. It's just yucky. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. It's it's very broken. It's glitches abound. A lot. Other than when it glitches, you know, I think the graphics in this game are are sometimes very good. I like the animations in the game as well. Every hero has their own individual animations from pressing buttons all the way to their own individual moves, which I think is cool. And I hope that they'd be able to keep that up for all the additional characters as they go. I'd like there to be more environments, but I think they give you a decent amount of environments off the the bat in the game.
1: I disagree. Every area is the same. It is a... You get the future aim lab, the forest, the aim labs, the what forest? Oh, the like the days that yeah desert. There's like there's the four or five open areas. I mean like every base you go into is the same generic game base. Yeah, there's Mm. like four or five environments, but those are all just like a generic forest or a generic icy landscape with the same exact enemies and bases in that land. You know?
0: Yeah. I think it would become more diverse as the game goes on, and AIM no longer becomes the main bad guy of the game. I know they're they're teasing something else. Is definitely around.
1: Yeah, they they tease the Cree stuff.
0: Yeah, but I don't. Know. I I like the environments. What confuses me though is like you have Thor's environment, which is the northern exposure stuff, you or in Scandinavia, you only get one mission there. Black Widow's got a sea lab that's pretty cool. You only get one mission there. Like, I feel like they could have done, you know, Census is a destiny type game, you could do like quick what they call drop zone missions and put them in those labs. It doesn't make sense to just use like one off those environments, especially Thor's, which is a huge open world uh, section. Do you not go into the forest any other time for okay. only for Thor's two missions, at least so far? I've never gotten a third mission there.
1: Oh, OK. Yeah. Just that whole area. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I was gotcha. flying
0: around doing all this, uh, the the submissions and collectibles and stuff. That place is huge. But if you only focus the mission, you're in a little bubble in there.
1: It's still a generic forest, though.
0: It's still cool looking. I mean, I don't know what else you want. Variety. But if you want like spaceships and stuff, you'll get it eventually. I mean,
1: I, it's the the environments are all very, very bland. I'm but I don't really care about like the open world sections. It's when I'm actually in the facilities, it's just, it's annoying to be going down the same four corridors over and over and over again, or the same, you know, four rooms in that facility over and over and over again. Sure. You know, um, I don't know. It's, it's all just very generic. I I was actually shocked at how generic all of the indoor environments were. It is just that one aim lab. Um, And that's just bizarre to me that they would (laughs) say like, okay, this is enough. (laughs)
0: they going into an Apple store. They're all the same. <laughs> I don't go into Apple stores. <laughs> well, you want to go into like the grind?
1: Uh, yeah. We can talk about the grind a little bit. That's a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, it kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so when you first beat the, the main story and the game kind of opens up to the Avengers initiative for like all the side missions and stuff, it's exciting. And you have missions to complete that you can follow along to level your character up to 50 and then inevitably, you know, grind out your power level to get to your max level to the very destiny, like in terms of you having a character level and then a power level on top of that. So you can kind of use that to get one character through the loop. But after that, there's really like no roadmap for how to level up your characters Mm -hmm. and leveling your character up to 50 is such a tedious grind that shouldn't even exist. Because your character's not even really a character until, like, level 40. Like, you know, you talk about you just jump to this character, this character, to see what they feel like. Until you unlock their entire skill tree, they all suck. Every single one of them sucks. Yeah, there's (laughs) basic
0: basic moves that you don't have until later.
1: So the fact that they make you take that long just to even get to 50 is insane. Like, you know, if you want to, like, kind of cheat the system, you can kind of, like, pick a certain mission and do it a certain way or reset it a certain checkpoint or this or that. And even with all that, you can get the grind down to like five hours, six hours to get to level 50, but nobody wants to play the game like that specifically. And even, even six hours with the character to get all their moves and stuff is too long. Like that's just not what people want to, that's not, that's not a grind that's ever existed in a looter for good reason, because it's not a fun grind. It's, it's pointless. Um but even still there's no real like roadmap to even tell you how to get from zero to fifty or to get from power level zero to one fifty. It's really just let's click on missions. Just click on missions and just just do random missions. We'll give you, you know, your five priority missions a week or whatever they are. But there's no there's no ramp and there's there's no road for you to follow to do it, you know. When you finish the story, you should have a you should have a character that's fully leveled up, that's ready for, you know, not not gear leveled up, but that has all their moves unlocked, you know? Right. And I don't know how to fix it, but I don't like the way it is. I don't like that if I want to just do quick play, there's a button for quick play, but all quick play is is just we're going to spit you into some random mission. I don't get why there's not what are the three different game types that they have? drop zones, drop zones, war, war zone. zones. What's the other one? Villain sectors, villain sectors. Okay. Whatever the, whatever they are though, or vaults. Um, yeah. Why aren't there playlists for those? Why can't I just choose if, if what are the quick ones, the drop zones, or drop the war zone, zones, drop
0: zones are the quick zones.
1: So why can't I just say, okay, I just want to run drop zones. Why can't I just click on quick match or drop zones and just, just keep them going, you know, right. Cycle me in and out of them. Instead, you do a quick match and you get, let's say you get a drop zone on your quick match and then one person in the party, I'm not sure who, just gets to decide what the next mission is and they could just send you anywhere <laughs> if you <laughs> if you stay with that strike team, you know, when it should be, do a drop zone, get back in another queue, do another, do another drop zone.
0: zone. Like the ships from Destiny where your are the other two ships kind of go away and then you get two more to the join sure, and yeah, that loading like screen when kind you're of are
1: like when you're in the strike playlist or the crucible playlist or whatever, exactly, that's exactly what it should be. Whether and you could have one for strikes or for villain sectors or war zones or hives vaults or, or whatever, that, yeah, whatever they are. Oh yeah, hives are another one. Say so, like I'm just trying to get I'm just trying to get my characters leveled up, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like my Kamala, she's level fifty now, Miss Marvel.
0: Congratulations.
1: <laughs> Thanks. It doesn't mean anything because my gear level is still you know like seventy or whatever. Well,
0: when you're there fifty, they've got at least there when you're AI comp they're your AI companions, they're more useful to you. But I just don't feel like I have a.
1: I just don't feel like I know what to do to get her to 150 because what I did with Iron Man to get him to or 145 at least I'm like right at the tip. You did all
0: those initiative missions that you hadn't done um, before.
1: Exactly, I was just following all the iconic missions and stuff and that all got I did all the elite hives in order that they unlocked for me and that got me to where he is, you know. And I feel kind of lost with the rest of my characters now. Don't really know what to do with them.
0: <laughs> I agree. I think maybe you fix that by you know, you have three skill trees, but do you really need that much in that first in that first page? Because they are basic moves. Take it down. Isn't wasn't Destiny? I could be wrong. Cause it's been forever since I played it. Wasn't the general level up for Destiny like twenty or twenty five? It's twenty, yeah.
1: Yeah. And by the time you complete the campaign of Destiny, you're you are up. level twenty. You have everything. And the rest you know, is it's your, just your, it's just your power your yeah, light level light in level.
0: Destiny. So I think that could be there. And in terms of the rest of the grinding, though, like you need Polycrons to level up your. Major artifacts, which levels up part of your power at level to get you to 150. Otherwise, you're going to be 140. And to level up your high level gear, you need upgrade modules. See, all that, all that,
1: that's the grind. That's what you're going to get in every looter you play. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't mind that stuff. I know. Well, I think you had a good. I think upgrade modules take too long to unlock. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the grind for them, they need to be, you know, buffed a bit in terms of the speed that you get them. Everything else, I think, is fine. Poly is a little bit too rare as well, but
0: well, you had a good idea the other day when we were talking about it, how the faction missions should be collected by collectible by every hero. Sure. But even with, I don't know if I,
1: how specific I got with that. Like right now you can pick your, pick your daily faction missions. You get like what? 10 from each faction, to two factions, 10
0: each faction and then one villain in each, each one between shield and the inhumans.
1: Yeah. So you can do this on one character which is fun, I guess, to level up your factions, whatever. Um, and you get, that's the best source
0: of the poly, whatever it's called. Right. Uh, cause right? you get some for every mission, 10 for every mission, I believe. I don't know. I think it's 10 for every mission. I, I think it's only one, but you say it's 10. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's, cause 10 doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. It might I, be one. I'm pretty sure it's one. <laughs> um, 10 actually sounds like
0: maybe it's 10 from villains.
1: I feel like with 10, you'd, be able to max out your artifact in like a day or two. So I don't. It's I think it's one.
0: Well, the last artifact takes fifty two, or the last step takes fifty two. I know that.
1: Well, still, if you got ten, you'd be able to get that in, in one less day. than a yeah. day. Yeah. Well, less than a day because you have ten missions. Yep. On each faction, you have twenty missions. That's so, true. It's, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm ninety percent sure. It's, you get one per mission. I agree with you. Oh, but yeah, I was just saying that. Once I do those with Iron Man, it'd be nice if when I went onto Kamala if I had, it's not even so much. I need the faction missions. I just need some sort of guide to give me some idea of what I should be doing right now. You know, just to keep comparing to destiny with destiny, every Tuesday were uh resets, which, and you had a new heroic nightfall. You had your raid reset. You had your crucible progress reset, everything reset your strike playlist reset. Um, And it was just, what you wanted to do was just do enough of each of those events throughout the course of the week to unlock that milestone. And you got high level gear for if you played crucible for enough time, you'd eventually get a milestone. They called it where you'd unlock high powered gear. You get a reward basically for playing it. You do the raid, you get a reward the first time you complete the raid every week. You you know, you do a certain amount of strikes. You get a reward for doing strikes. It's as simple as that. And that's not really a thing in this game. Like it's kind of happening with comic books, but I can't really tell you know yeah they i don't care when i unlock a comic book essentially
0: they add up but yeah you don't see it they don't make a big enough deal and i think they're doing that a little bit with resetting the gauntlet every week but like you said before the gauntlets are these 150 power level missions where the community at large maybe has one guy at 150 and it's a gauntlet throughout all your heroes you we don't have them all leveled up yet well
1: i want to complain about that real quick too this is a game designed around four player co-op that's their fucking game <laughs> why are they hiding the best gear in the game in a single in player a single mode. player mode it doesn't make sense it's like there's no logic behind it if the best way to play this game is with friends why are they forcing me to do this weird last avenger standing gauntlet where i have to like play through with each of my heroes and once they die they're dead like it, it just doesn't make i just don't understand like the design philosophy behind Keeping your gear behind single-player content, you know?
0: My guess is the Gauntlet's just one of, and they kind of teased it in their last war table, just one of many end-game content events that they're going to start bringing out regularly. But it's definitely the weirdest one to start with right off the bat. A single-player event is... The worst thing to start with. A
1: weird piece <laughs> of end-game content. Like, I, I would say it's not end-game content. <laughs> but I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think... In terms of the grind, like I said, the the fact that I'm just having fun playing the game is what really matters to me. Although I'm still there going, I need to get cap up to 150, I need to do my polychron missions. I do them because of that. And I think the fact that I've always hated grinding, I just shrug and like grin and bear it. But there are ways to improve it for sure. And and it is kind of there is a moment where I, you know, I level up my artifact and I go, I need fifty-two polychron. I just used all my polychron, like, I got started all over again, where it is a little kind of you get a little downtrodden, like you made no progress. Well, I mean, again, that that is
1: the grind. Right. That that's what it is. Um to me, like that stuff doesn't matter to me. That's just the game. That's what they that should be what's motivating you to go back and play. Like another thing that frustrates me is in a game like Destiny or Division or whatever game you're playing, I'll just use Destiny as the example. I chose a Titan as my main character. That's who I played as through the game, through all my end game content. I never created... I created a warlock eventually, but I didn't create a hunter in that game until like over a year after I had been playing Titan. I never at all felt like I needed to create a hunter. I was a Titan. I had more than enough to do as a Titan. And with this game, especially with The Last Avenger Standing where they're... They're not saying go out there and be the best Iron Man you can be. They're saying, "All right, well, your Iron Man's 150, but now you should really work on getting that next character up to 150 as well, right. you know." Um, and that's weird to me too because I've always been someone where I have my character and that's who I want to play as. That's who I want to perfect. I want every one of my upgrade modules, Mike, should be going into investing into Iron Man gear so I can create several builds I can have you know, a nice cryo damage build. I can have a plasma build or whatever I need, you know, Mm -hmm. um, for whatever I encounter, you know, I, I want to have four different chess pieces in my inventory that I swap between based on the mission I'm doing. That's, that's what's fun about these kind of things, you know? Right. And at least right now, this early in the game, and I don't even know if I'm that early in the game, because again, we've played for a lot of hours. I still don't even see that aspect of an end game because if I have any extra upgrade modules, I need to save them for Kamala because I gotta get, I'm gonna wanna get her to 150 so I can do this fucking Avengers gauntlet.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of unique in that game. I was wondering, actually, I had forgotten to ask what you thought about that, doing like having to play as multiple characters like that. But I think that makes this game unique. It, and once you get one person up to 150, you can pretty much be done with them and be like, I got cap. In my, like, what I have planned is I'll get, eventually try to get but, everybody to 150 and then just do like, have you're, a Hulk or cap so I can switch off depending on who's playing you're, who.
1: You're saying once you get them to 150, you're going to be good, and that's fine. But you're not because, yeah, you, you can get them to 150. But once they launch their like secret labs and their raid style stuff, being 150 is not going to be enough. You need to be 150 and spec'd correct. I assume you'll have to be 150 and spec'd right correct. Yeah. And right now, leveling up another character is just kind of wasting time that you should be spending figuring out those best builds. To complete high-level endgame content. Uh, right. Again, that's off the assumption that their endgame content is going to be in the same vein as, you know, World of Warcraft and Destiny and all the endgame content that's ever existed up until
0: now. Well, that's the other thing is I can go into one mission and it starts off with these cryos attacking me, but then I go to another floor or I, let's say I'm in a war zone. I get into the lab and all of a sudden now they're adepts and they're doing um, plasma damage and stuff like that. Now, all of a sudden, what was I supposed to be? Like ice uh, adaptoids and fire adaptoids in the same room. Shit, my gear's not right for this. Room. Well, a-
1: every mission has for this game when you're playing, you should you should be you don't need to because it's not that difficult right now. Right. But you have mission modifiers to tell you like, oh, cryo damage is going to be enhanced, or you're going to do more damage. with particle right. damage, or this or that. And you should probably spec yourself based off those modifiers and not worry about the individual encounters you're going to run into. Right. But you can also just swap your gear on the fly in this game. So if-
0: I do like that. I like being able to swap your modifiers in your mastery system on your skill tree, too, whenever you want.
1: I don't have much more to say about gameplay.
0: No, I think that's it for gameplay. Like, they got to add more stuff, obviously, and they will over time. Like you said, it's the Avengers, so hopefully it won't go away. And I'm excited about the new characters, but you're right that there's no way I'm getting everybody up to 150 before Kate Bishop comes out. Because if she comes out, october we got two 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 more weeks three more weeks so it'd be interesting to see what the next war table is going to say though about what they're adding or what they're fixing i'm surprised they haven't put out another war game going hey guys we noticed some of you like our game but you notice you have a lot of issues like just come out and not just do a patch but do a whole like be more transparent i guess yeah 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 (laughs) yeah so story time dave what do you think of the story? Um,
1: the first half of this campaign, I was shocked at how good it was. You know, it it's really focuses on Kamala as the, the central character to start. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I didn't know anything about her. So I was learning about Kamala as the game was going. I did. Honestly, I did not even know Miss Marvel was, or this version of his. Mar- I I knew the name Miss Marvel, but I did not realize it was a stretchy girl. If <laughs>
0: um, I knew she existed, and that's about it.
1: So everything I'm learning about Kamala, I'm learning here. I think the stuff between her and the Hulk, is, her and Bruce, uh, Bruce is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think you add Iron Man into the fray early in the game, and I think that stuff is fantastic. I think it kind of falls apart shortly after you get Iron Man. When I really, at the time, I didn't really, know, I didn't really notice it falling apart because the story is so quick. It's only, you know, like eight to 10 hours Mm -hmm. on reflection though. I'm like, Oh wow. The first half of that campaign was great. After that, it was kind of just like, okay, now here's black widow for a mission. Okay. Now here, be Thor for a mission.
0: They definitely don't give every every hero any enough time in the limelight after Iron Man. And, And then when you, when I think about it, like going back,
1: it's supposed to be like a Kamala origin story, but it skips all the origin parts. Like it, even for her, like I I love her as a character. Mm-hmm. I just don't really it's this weird like slice of life story almost, like where I don't really see like the arcs for the characters that they're trying to to tell as they're doing it, if that makes sense. You know, there's a lot of stuff early with like her and her dad, but like I don't feel like there's ever any payoff with that. It's just it's just weird
0: i mean you get some payoff when she finally calls him and he's just like i don't care just come home i'm not mad but i don't i don't think there's really a conflict between her and her father though just he's overprotective of her
1: no no of course but like he keeps coming up like you would think that he was going to be like a factor in the story you mm. know instead he's just like a guess i guess a voice of conscience in her in her head
0: but yeah kamala starts off as a great character who's very strong and very heroic and she ends as a character who's very strong and very good and very heroic. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really go through an arc. She just kind of earns her place, which I'm fine with. Uh, but yeah, I I at first I was like, all right, you're putting Kamala in there because you don't want to give us a central. You're trying to tell a story with one character. I, I get that. But I wasn't like, thrilled with it because she's a kind of newer character. But when I started playing the game, her character, just she's funny. Her whoever voices her. And I didn't look that up before we started this. The voice actress is really, really good. And she really carries the game. Even playing with her is fun because she's stretchy and funny and mm-hmm. she's she's a good time. And she's a good way to explore all these characters. And you're right that the Bruce Banner relationship is the strongest thing in the game. And I think that don't let me play as the other characters then. Or don't focus on I, them much at all. That's if a, that's the core of the game.
1: That's exactly where I am. Is the campaign for this game should have been just Kamala and Bruce. Swap between the two of them. They play similarly enough to where like you wouldn't have to worry about like uh
0: new tutorials and
1: yeah, it's not like, Oh, now it's Iron Man. So he can fly and like plays completely different. Like you can tell like a cinematic story with those two characters and not like fudge anything up too much. If that makes sense. Um, For sure. Even I, but honestly, even Iron Man in this story, I think his stuff is really good. He works
0: because of his falling out with Bruce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when they find cap, Spoiler: They find Captain America. What? <laughs> I, I like that moment, but when you're playing as Cap, he such doesn't a- really have anything to do other than, "All right, Cap, you're back, but you've literally been out of this story for five years, so why am I playing with you at the end of this game? I should be playing as Kamala straight through that last mission. Mm-hmm. Like, and Captain America is my favorite character, probably out of the Avengers. Oh, well, Hulk's probably my favorite hero out of the Avengers, but Cap's my favorite player. I would still just rather play as Kamala." Cause she earned that right to play as that last level. And instead you just get big and that's, <laughs> the end. I, I think another
1: thing with it's with the game in general, but it shows more through the story. I can't tell what crystal dynamics was going for. Like this isn't like a comic book video game, but it's also not like, it's also not like the Marvel cinematic universe. It's like some weird fleshy in between. Yeah. And I don't think it really stands out in any way, just like the aesthetic of the world. Like MODOK is such like a strange villain. Like when I see him, I can't take him seriously. Like I want the game to be like super comic booky if he's going to be involved. Yeah. I
0: thought they did as good a job making him a serious villain as they could. But in the end, he's a guy with a big head. And so at the very end of the game, you're just like, all right,
1: yeah, like he I think he, <laughs> I think Modoc kills it, like his speech about him as a uh about the wolf and everything. Oh like,
0: story wise, they like, did a great job making won- me like Modoc, which normally I hate Modoc.
1: <laughs> he's he's wonderful. Um But it's just it's just weird because I couldn't get the I couldn't figure out what tone they were going for and I don't know why it was bothering me so much as I was playing, and it still does bother me as I'm playing, <laughs> but yeah, it was just didn't seem like it had like a really defined idea in mind of what they wanted to be.
0: I think we'll see as they flesh out what's the less personal aim dynamic, what the world around, once we see what Kree and once we get Black Panther and see what the world is like outside of America and Captain Marvel comes into, game, into the game, we'll start to see the broader stretch of this Marvel universe. I like that it takes itself, it's a little darker than the MCU. But I do agree, like once Modoc gets a big head and the big robot you're fighting, just like all of a sudden that's like too comic booky. Uh, but I do like, like the see, dynamic between Tony and Bruce is something you probably wouldn't see in the MCU.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, this is, I think that like of portrayals of, I don't know a lot about comic book. here. Like I don't, I just don't know a lot about comics in general. I love them, mm-hmm, but like I'm ancillary to all of them, you know, I'm not, I'm not in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like this portrayal of Bruce Banner is better than anything we've seen in the movies. It's better than anything I've seen in any, like any media for him. Like I, I love like this really, really tortured Bruce Banner. Cause yeah. I, really, I really don't think that they, I know it's always supposed to be there, but it never really shines through in anything else I've seen. I'm sure people will tell me, Oh, you have to read this comic or this or that.
0: There's a, there's but, a couple, um, I think it was just called Hulk and it was done like a horror story. And the Hulk was the bad guy. And Bruce Banner in that is real messed up and a real tortured soul. Almost to the point where it's like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it, that that was pretty good and messed up. But this is close to like that Bill Bixby. Like, don't come near me. I have to speak quietly. You can tell everything he says and does. And this is a, Troy Baker, who obviously is a fantastic voice actor. You can tell like the emotion that's going between his very calmly delivered lines. Like he's purposely making sure he doesn't freak out or have an emotional reaction to anything. Mm-hmm. And it's it's fantastic. Yeah, and no,
1: I he 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 killed it for sure. Like and
0: Thor gets nothing. <laughs> Thor gets nothing. Thor gets the least. Thor gets like kicked to the curb.
1: Yeah no I was just here uh helping people. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> how I showed up. I was just helping people in the area. <laughs> Can you kill these two robots, Thor? All right. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Hammer's over there. Might as well <laughs>
0: I think that might be why they gave him what I think is the most interesting post-game story with the uh, semi-Thor coming through, oh, although it's only two missions long.
1: Let's talk about
0: that aspect of the game real quick. These iconic missions and just like... They're disappointing. They're so <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man's and Kamala's for sure. I mean, Kamala, granted, the whole single-player campaign is kind of her story, but Iron Man gets nothing that... You get like that, oh, they're stealing your... Aim is Stark Industries. If anything, the post game content storyline should be Tony centric, and it's like you stole you stole your arc reactor, Tony. All right, hey, can you do ten thousand damage of Unibeam, <laughs> and then we're good. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, so like, villain wise, main story, I think the main story does a good job with the villains and everything.
0: But with then, how like, long it is, yeah.
1: But then, like in the post game, they don't have any more villains, like. I don't understand why each character's iconic chain doesn't have like a unique boss fight. Like this game needs more of the villain sectors. I don't don't want to just fight the abomination 50 times over. And I don't want them to even like justify it by saying, Oh, it's a clone of abomination. (laughs) Oh, it's a clone of of taskmaster over and over again.
0: I do. I like that. I don't like that. They're using that as a crutch, but I do like that it's clones because in a game, like a looter shooter, like that and stuff like that, you are constantly killing the same boss. So at least in this case, it's like, yeah, but it's not, really the same guy at least but yeah i get that they want to increase the time the game is is useful and they have well i don't have a lot of villains you've got enough villains where you can put one of everybody's villain in the game for sure at least there
1: there should absolutely be at least at least three more villain sector villains Um,
0: killmonger for iron man and cap can get baron zemo i you know i do not care
1: who as (laughs) long
0: as there are six bad guys but then
1: But it really that bugs me. And that really, really shines through in the Thor mission, though, where there's like this talk about a Thor imposter and you're off to investigate and you get there and it's just a fucking cryo adept.
0: No, he's a real Thor. The cryo adept was uh, he sent the cryo adept through as he went through the Bifrost.
1: Yeah. And you just fight a fucking cryo adept. That's what you fight. You can't just give me a a boss fight there. (laughs) And then the next mission is like, oh, Oh, it's Loki, because he's hiding behind a fucking branch. Is it Loki? Because he's still dressed like Thor. Well,
0: Thor... I assume it's Loki, but they don't say it.
1: Thor sees, like, the... No, he... Well, he does. Oh, he, is he, that what the footprints are? He sees, like, a trail of footprints, and he goes,
0: Brother. So, I mean...
1: Oh, I didn't hear that, him say brother. Yeah, so that has to be Loki, I assume. But yeah, that's... That's it's pretty like, lame, though. <laughs> but when, when I did that first mission, I was like, Oh, wow, there's actually a real story here. And then it gets to the end... And I'm just fighting a fucking cryo adept. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, it's the best that they do at those iconic missions, but it also just highlights the flaws of the game so dramatically at the same time.
0: Yeah, I would hope that, and I know they want to do like a new character mission chain as they go through, but I would hope that as they do that, they kind of, well, A, they have to increase Thor's because they leave it on a cliffhanger but give more story content to your base six because they're kind of left in the cold with what they've got. I would hope that Kate, I mean, we'll see in a couple of weeks that Kate, if Kate has a decent story chunk going on.
1: Yeah. Well, I really have no idea what to expect with the, uh, with the DLC characters and how much story they're going to get. I know you watched the war table about it. So maybe you have more context than I do. Cause there's a cinema not,
0: but... sequence, but I can't tell if that's like, can I play as captain America and still run that mission? Uh, obviously I can. Cause like you can with pretty much every mission. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I don't know how far that goes or if that's opening sequence, closing sequence of a 30 hour or 10 hour campaign of missions that are just all generic. It's just Jarvis feeding me the rest of it.
1: You're not going to get you don't think it's gonna be a 10 hour campaign. No,
0: I'm just I'm just saying a random time.
1: Like, I I assume it's going to be just one mission, maybe maybe a two mission chain with a cinema sequence after each mission. But Uh,
0: I would assume, see, I would think it would be like 10 missions where it's like two or bigger story missions with more dialogue. And then the rest are like newer dungeon or random missions with probably the same aim hallways. And like, go do this first. Have they said any of that or no? They haven't said anything. All you saw is that one little video.
1: Yeah. I think, I don't think they've given us any indication through what we have in the game to expect that much content, especially if they're planning on releasing a character a month or however often they, Said they want to release a character.
0: It seems like it's going to be once a month. So I think, at least it's Cape Bishop, October, Hawkeye, November.
1: I, I think we're going to get, you know, a mission introducing the character, maybe two missions, maybe even three missions. Whoa, know. buddy, but calm down there. I, I would expect it to be very underwhelming, but we'll see.
0: I do like what they're doing with the, with the DLC, the bonus characters. That you it's all free, the mission chains are free and the characters are free. But if you want their challenge card, it's ten bucks. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I think that's a good no that's, that's
1: more than fair. I like that too. Yeah, I don't I don't have any complaints about their their marketplace or anything. It
0: it seems reasonable for what the game is. The free marketplace kind of bothers me. Free marketplace, why? Uh the one on the hangar. I feel like they don't split the characters evenly. It's ah, like you'll cool. go there and be like one Captain America thing and everybody else, or then you'll go with somebody else and you get like nothing. Yeah, for another character.
1: I, I guess I don't know. I don't. I don't have any intent of spending money in the game, but I do think that the stores uh don't refresh fast enough. Having a weekly store is weird. I I think every like two days that there should be new content in there. Like if I log on tomorrow and look in the store, it should be different than it was today. Hmm. Like just I don't know. That's just a me thing, I guess.
0: I like that the battle pass gives you enough credits to buy something for real though. I've got almost twenty bucks in real money already. Just for well, doing the challenge have,
1: card. You have twenty bucks in little gear things. You don't have. 20 bucks in real money.
0: Well, no, but 20 bucks in what they, <laughs> you, can't, you can't cash that out. Like 20 bucks in what would normally cost me real money to buy stuff as opposed to, the free. I, I knew it. I knew what you were saying. <laughs> I just don't like
1: you making it sound like they gave you 20 bucks.
0: Got free bucks. Cashing it out tomorrow. <laughs> Getting that check in the mail.
1: I don't have a ton else to say about the game. Like it's just kind of,
0: it is what it is. I is just, what it is. Yeah. It's, is like that I think it's really fun, but we've been sitting here mostly pooping out. It. <laughs> like it's got a lot of issues. But like you said before, you're still playing it. You'll play it when I leave. I'll play yeah, it tonight.
1: No, I, I like it. It's just not fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, I think it's not fun, but it's also not good. <laughs> or you think it's, it's not it's fun and fun. not good? I think, good. Wow, I think you're, you're, it's fun, but it's just not good. I think it's got, but I think it's got the ability to be fun, but it's going to take them so long because they need to fix what's broken before they can add more good stuff to it
1: yeah yeah we'll, we'll. i'll i'm definitely interested to see what the game looks like in six months i feel like that's when you'll get a much better i will have a much better idea of what the future of this game is it's just still a long ways away before we really know
0: how long was it between destiny one and destiny one's first big expansion that everybody loved first big expansion the one that everybody uh, was like this game has changed come back uh a year it was a year yeah yeah yeah. Hopefully I don't have to wait that long.
1: De- <laughs> Destiny's always had a problem with their first two expansions. Their first year of expansions is always pretty disappointing. <laughs> and then they release their big one, whether that be Taken King or uh, what was it in Destiny 2? I don't remember.
0: I don't I'm remember. very interested to see what I think. Uh, now that it's free on Game Pass, I might pick it up and give Destiny 2 another try because I didn't, I didn't give it its fair shake at all. That's coming up. The uh, Beyond Light, right? I think it's out now on Game Pass. Oh, yeah, the expansion pack's going to be out, but now it's free on Game Pass this week. Oh, yeah, yeah so I can play the expansion stuff that's out now. So I might pick that up and try it if I have enough room on my hard drive. It's ginormous. Do it. Yeah. It's, it's a great time. All right, Dave. Well, I guess that's all we got for Marvel's Avengers. Cool. Join us next week, because we got a lot of stuff to talk about in terms of Xbox and PlayStation news that has come out, come out especially Xbox. Big things coming out of Microsoft. Games have been out, or systems has been out for pre-order. And uh, we'll talk all about that next hmm. week.
1: We gotta we gotta figure out our next post game as well. We do.
0: Once again, I'm Mike. That's Dave. This has been Post Game, presented by Two Player Bros. Keep on gaming.